uh, being an artist is a whole business. Mm. It, it is a business. You, the, it might be one person a star, but you don't know how many people is behind it just to make that one person a star. Yeah, mm. nigga, it's a gamble being on little baby shit. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. you gotta cook that shit up quick. It's a gamble every time. But if your shit hard and your shit just this pass through that bit it, it's in there networking again is is a huge part of the the music game just period you know you never know i've heard so many times where you'll meet someone in college that later goes on to do great things inside and outside of the music industry and those are good people to know throughout your career throughout your life you know True. so for sure yeah Welcome back to another episode of the Producer Grind Podcast. Carrington L with me. What's poppin'? What's good, man? It's finna be a dope one, man. Our guest, this co-producer for Lil Uzi Vert's breakout hit, Exo Tour Life, has worked with Young Thug, TM88, Kodak Black, Southside, OT Genesis, and AD. Please welcome to the show, JW Lucas. What's going on with you guys? How are you doing today? Good, bro. Pretty good, family. How well are you doing today, actually? Because we're all blessed to be alive right now. Chasing our dreams. You guys are going up in a major way. The 702 community is going up. Yeah, We're man. so blessed to be in Atlanta right now, the mecca of the rap game. Yeah. Let's get it. Mecca of music, period. 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 Rap is, rap is music nowadays. True. Yeah. All over the world. Yeah. Like recently, this, this uh this singer from uh from Germany followed me, man. I'm I'm blown away. She she's a beautiful rapper. They're in a group. I asked Cash Dan about him. He he was already familiar. Rap is going just it's everywhere global and and edgy rap not not you know the cookie cutter shit because listening to producers from around the world it's kind of evident that european producers a lot of times are 10 15 years behind the trend you know Mm -hmm. especially set by atlanta you know Mm -hmm. and the and the trap game a lot of the stuff sounds like 2002 you know 2003 why do you feel that way though you feel like it's the sound selection or what? It, it's mainly the drums, to be honest. You know, the just the bounce, that boom bat bounce. You know, it's kind of like Fifty Cent right now. You know, he goes from being the most talented songwriter in the history of music to now he can't he can't make a hit record because his beat selection is so terrible. It's it's always boom, 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 boom. That's how that new one sounds with uh, 6 9 Exactly. The same shit every time. No one wants to hear (laughs) that. But but 50's got such a vocal talent and personality that there's no reason he shouldn't be making hit records. I mean... Do you feel like it would look kind of whack, though, if 50 Cent or someone just came out on a new beat that's definitely not a 50 Cent type beat? We're in the music business, and 50 became popular for his success. Going Diamond on his first release. That was like June. It used to go platinum on every drop. When 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 uh Yale went gold, it was a letdown, you know? It was a letdown for Yale to go gold. So that was like part of his mystique was his financial success. We're in the record business, especially, you know, that's what we talk about is understanding that life is beautiful when you can do what you love to do and, and secure your financial stability while doing what you love to do. So that seems to be something that you've kind of mastered, right? And we understand that you had a little success in other arenas before you became a producer. So kind of how did you get your start as a producer? I was playing football at Arizona State. Okay. What position? uh, I was a strong safety. Okay. Okay. And uh, I used to, I I hated school. I was was there to play football. I did not want to go to class. Went, I'd rather drink, you know, I was immature at the time. You know, and I'd rather chase girls. I was getting it's Arizona State, like the number one party school in the history mm. of colleges with 
the most beautiful women all located in a small little area. Mm. So it's hard not to get caught up in socializing, you know, drinking, interacting with beautiful women. And uh, so I used to skip class. My coaches would do a, you know, if you're on scholarship, they'll check your, they'll check class on my mother, on my mother's soul, RIP to her. This is, you know, when, when you're making moves, everyone wants to impress you. You know, they're trying to fluff it up. As we say, we don't say no cap. We say no fluff. That's the new, that's the new no fluff. We're defluffing the game. No more, no more fluff boys. You know, no more fluffing it up around here. Shit, you already here first. And uh, you know, the merch, you know, we're gonna do the merch deal with producer Grind and Go Crazy on the No Fluff merch. No fluff. But uh the thing about it is, is uh man, I got sidetracked a little Yo, bit. You, you, you <laughs> class, no, your class check, because I do want I played football in college, so I do want to hear about these exactly. class checkers. So so my coaches on my mother's soul checked six times and I was 0 for six. Damn. I was 0 for six. Were you producing or something in the room or what was you doing? No, I had no idea about music. I'm leading up to it. And oh, okay. so I was in, they used to give us what's called commitment time. After a game, instead of going out on a Saturday night, you have to go to the to the computer room and do homework till like two in the morning. Yeah. And I used to still leave it to and get, get it lit. <laughs> you know, super lit. That's just really when it get popping. I used to have the chicks in the parking lot. Literally, I go down there and smoke one in the parking lot, come back in. The coaches could smell it on me, you know. But my point is, I was up there one day and I seen one of my dudes on the laptop and I said, what are you doing, bro? My boy, Chad Green from L.A. And uh, he was on Fruity Loops. He's like, I'm making a beat, bro. I'm like, what? And so I just deboed his shit. (laughs) (laughs) I had the little just ratchet, you know, random Ratchet pants, you know, and I became hooked on it. It was like video games to me. You know, I used to go to my girlfriend's dorm and and the dorm walls are super thin. I'm in there on Fruity Loops two in the morning, but no one will say shit to me. They don't they don't want to come tell me to turn it off a football player and they're making beats the whole dorm, keeping them up. She's like, man, everyone's, t-, you know, they all talk shit to her when I'm not around. But I just got hooked on it. You know, I had- <laughs> I used to make beats on the FL demo version, and mm. all I had was the vintage kit. The vintage <laughs> the kit and Wasp, straight up, for years. Demo, didn't even know what I was doing on there. It was, I had nothing. That's why we were talking, there is no more whack beats anymore. There's only average because the accessibility to, to drum kits, everyone's got the spins, everyone's got the Zay, everyone's got now five, six variations of both. Like all the... You can get new 808s like it's nothing. If you have an 808, just doom, doom. People fuck with that. If this shit knocks, literally look at motorsport. You know what I'm saying? Motorsport, real simple. It's got a hard vibe, hard beat. But as far as drums, just just doom, doom. Just a one bar pattern. Nothing excessive. The shit knocks. You know, and people love that shit. So how hard is it really to make a hit? If you look at the geniuses, even when you guys do the behind the beat, like the last one with Tosh, you know, no no disrespect, but it's like, it's not hard to make a significant record. That, that, you don't have to really qualify that because Cash will say that shit all the time. So, Cash say be like, my kids can make these beats. Yeah, no, yeah. and I have no problem speaking yeah. myself. If someone gets offended by that, they need to ask themselves, why are you offended by that? 
So so clearly you have no problem offending people because you was keeping them people up at Arizona State. But <laughs> during that time between oh, yeah. when you was um, making those beats in your girl's dorm room and when you got to the XOR tour, li- uh, tour life, how'd you meet TM? Basically, that whole situation basically uh, I didn't know I wanted to make beats, you know? I just liked messing with it. And uh, I actually thought of myself more as a rapper because we would all freestyle. And, you know, I rap hard. They, people want me to drop an album. Just all freestyling in the lives and shit. It's not hard to make music. Just talk a little shit. Have a melody. Have some type of delivery. You know, have a little sauce and talk shit. And uh, so basically, uh, I looked at myself as more of a rapper Mm-hmm. I had a situation with a guy named Hot Rod who was signed with G-Unit when 50 was popping. And I was recording with him. Me and him put out a mixtape. I was selling my mixtape on campus really going hard, like really going stupid hard, standing out there all day. Like I, I was such a savage. I'd have six, seven of, of guys affiliated with my label. And uh, I would take so much. I was so competitive. I would try and outsell all of them combined. And I would every single day. I would never let anyone outsell me. We, I used to just post on campus, get sunburnt like a motherfucker because I'm in the sun all day. They're taking breaks. I, I love to just do that shit. It was the easiest hustle back then. You just walk up. Hey, do you like rap music? Yeah. You like 50 Cent? You like G-Unit? Yeah. Well, shit, my boy Hot Rod uh, is signed to him right now. We just recorded our album. We're, we're negotiating a deal right now, and we basically just want to put the music out. We spent $3 on printing it up. Only cost $0.69. Cents. I was finessing with bad intentions back then. Mm. Now I finesse with good intentions only. That's the key to life, finessing with good intentions. How do you do that? You bring more value to the table than you take away. It's that simple. You bring more value to the table than you take away. That's finessing with good intentions. That's simple. We should all be finessing each other with good intentions. Mm-hmm. The fuck are we here to do? Pat each other on the back or make moves? If you're bringing more value to people in business situations, how could it ever go wrong? Of course, I want to maximize the value you guys are bringing me. I want to maximize the value I'm bringing you in return. So you knew TM88 was valuable, and that's how of you... Of course. I, I idolized TM88. You know, I saw... Uh, I, basically, when I got into production, I idolized Mike Will, Tim. It all started for me when I was in college. One of my roommates was a, uh, was from Atlanta, and he had the Trapper Die, you know? And when I heard Air Force Ones and all the Shorty Red production, mm. I was fucked up, and I could never look at music again the same, you know? Like, around the same time, Hove dropped that project where he was saying 40's the new 30 or whatever. I was like, this shit is terrible. These beats are fucking terrible. Game dropped this shit around the same time where you had that reggae sample. You know, I was like, this shit is terrible. I just couldn't fuck with any type of beat other than trap beats. Shorty Red was like the first one for me, you know, where I was like, Jesus. You know, from there, I became a huge fan of Jeezy and Gucci. You know, when Gucci dropped that EA Sports Center with, with Zay, mm-hmm. Bricks, mm-hmm. Sun Valley, all that shit, I became the biggest Gucci man fan in the world and I still to this day feel like I'm the first original outside of Atlanta like die hard where I used to remember it no one fuck with Gucci mm-hmm. no one fuck with Gucci I was like this dude they're like he ain't saying shit but this motherfucker's dropping sauce if you listen to what he's saying mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be in the typical New York delivery you know with with multiple syllables and shit there's different ways of dropping sauce so then hearing Zay, and, and that's when I was like, man, I want to start making beats. You know, I started making beats. 
few years into that, I'm I'm hearing, you know, the 808 Mafia way. I remember the first time I ever heard a TM88 beat. I was jogging on the street and I heard that lurk in Waka Flocka. That scent, that purity scent he used on the hook was fucking crazy. I remember when I first heard the purity scent, you know. So basically, I just started studying Metro Boomin, you know, Southside, uh, Drummer Boy, real big, uh, you know, uh, shit, Honorable Sino, all these guys, legends. There's so many legends out here. It's fucking mind boggling. So how did you end up linking up with TM then? What, how it happened was I never had a social media and I was just kind of like a fan, you know, <laughs> of these guys. So I checked. I'll go on just the internet browser on their Twitters. And I saw one day TM was saying, uh, he was saying, holla at my boy Gezin for the pack. Mm. You know? So I was like, okay, this is my angle in to figure something out. I was sitting in the car at a Circle K. My girlfriend was running inside to get the swishes or whatever. I, I was sitting in the car. And uh, and basically, I hit Jezin, and uh, I formed a relationship with them. I was finessing with good intentions at that point. I was mentoring him. I was encouraging him to get in shape. You know, he started to get in shape. I'm dead ass serious about all this shit. I don't care about anything. I have pure intentions. If I come off funny, whatever. My intentions are to purely help people. I don't care how anyone thinks of me. If anyone has a problem with me, we can really handle that shit. If it's a real problem. Because I'm out here. I love people. I love everyone listening right now from the bottom of my heart. All my enemies, anyone that I ever had smoke with, that's nothing. We're here to get money and go up. We're here to get away from fear, turn the fear to nothing, and get the love to the max. To the max. And that's it. Once you get in that point, it's, it's hard to make decisions with bad intentions. Once you get to where you're making every decision with pure intentions and you're chasing your core being, what you're supposed to be doing, the system rewards you. So you got the TM through Jezin or Gezin, excuse me. Sorry for expanding on, on more meaningful shit. Oh, no, I know people want to hear about TM because he's a GOAT. No, I really just want to hear about so like, basically, how that so, came about. So basically, I've, I formed the connection with Gezin. I was betting big, 30000 a game. One time I pulled out a half a million dollars in chips on Gezin on FaceTime to really lock it in. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm the big dog, bro. Holla at me. You need bets. I was giving him some bets, making him some money. Are you talking about betting on what? On football. Okay. You know, I'm the best in the world betting on football, on college and NFL. I played in college. I understand the psychology of, of how the average better thinks, of what the casino thinks the average better thinks. There's a lot of information. I know the game like the back of my hand. These other guys say they bet on football. I'll say, what coverage are they in right now? What coverage is this? Is that even a man or a zone coverage? They can't even tell me anything about the game, but they're the world's best handicappers betting fucking $200 a game. But so basically I flexed, you know, I formed the relationship, brought him value through mentorship, motivating him a lot of different ways, being being there for him different times. Finally got the connect. Hey, yes, let me holler at TM. Let me send him some shit. And, uh, you know, to be, I don't even talk about it, but I paid for the collab with TM. I'm not embarrassed to say that. I don't give a fuck. I paid TM 1500 for three beats. So I, I cooked the three beats up. And uh, I sent him three. Honest to God, this is no joke. This is how shit's supposed to happen when it's supposed to go down. I cooked three up, and they were hard, and I sent them off. But I was like, man, I went back and cooked a fourth one. And it was XL, bro, and I sent him that on God, on everything holy. 
See, what's most important about that story to me is this. Like, sometimes we'll have different type of people that's in here, and a lot of times they'll be from, like, a New York or, like, an Atlanta, right? People are like, well, I'm somebody who's from, quote, unquote, nowhere. And we're not saying that Arizona's nowhere, but you're, oh, truly, it is. you're truly somebody who in the music game. started from nowhere, built this relationship, right, and got to the point where, to me, I would say that's a good investment. People ask us all the time, how do you do Unbelievable investment. Find who's next to who. I'm going to make build the relationship. I'm gonna make millions of dollars off a song. I've already collected over 600000 off a song. That shit's still in the top 100 on Spotify 18 months later. It's it's approaching a billion on Spotify. So this was a plan This is a lifetime you. check. This is a plan for you, though, right? It was all a plan to network value. I'm not a fanboy. I'm I'm a fan, but I'm not I'm not here to like I don't get starstruck by people. We're all human beings. That's how you stay humble when you become a star yourself. We're all we're all the same. We we all go through the same shit. We all have the same anatomy, the same cellular, you know, composition. Man, there ain't this shit ain't nothing. You're a goofy if 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 you win and then you change. You didn't expect to win. I don't celebrate big wins. I have six-figure days betting, and and I'm not celebrating. I expect to win. That's my subconscious belief is to observe this. Fuck, am I going to go pop bottles for it? Now, when I lose, now that's a reaction. I'm a terrible loser because it fucks with me because I expect to win. Now that's a reaction. I have to control the reaction that I have. You very much sound like a football player. Like when you when you talk about that mentality, I really do. And, and I thank God for being an athlete and having a competitive, you know, uh, spirit. Just real quick, how did football end up for you? I was I was playing at Arizona State, and uh, I was getting con- I got concussions. To be honest, I love my dad more than anything. I, he was physical with me, and I experienced some concussions early. So I think it made me prone. As a kid, I would get concussions almost every season. Mm. I still played the game with heart, you know, and I was knocking heads off. You playing strong safety, so yeah. you coming from a long ass way away to knock somebody yeah, out. Yeah, and I, w- I was the wedge buster on kickoff, you know, before they banned the wedges. You know, the wedge buster is the guy who comes down and just has to blow the wedge up and just have a collision. And somebody don't really give a fuck about their body. <laughs> I, I, I used to really take pride in the, in the challenge of the the, the fear. It's fearful to go hit another world-class athlete. But if you if you can deal with the situation of just saying, I'm just gonna let my nuts hang and 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 operate and whatever and deal with whatever comes, you know, it it, it grow, you know, just sports in general. And I mentor these kids all over the world every day in the live. And that's what my calling is, is to be a a, a big brother. I'm a teammate. I, this is just who I am. I'm not trying to flex and create opportunities for myself. I know I'm the greatest motivational speaker alive right now. No one can explain physics the way I can. I've never seen any motivational speaker explain quantum physics and how it relates to us observing our goals as reality. Everything is a probability wave. There is no matter. We're going deep off the off the spectrum. I want to keep it tight. No, we good. we good. Go ahead, man. All you guys listening need to understand this reality is not what you perceive it to be. There is no material matter. Your senses allow you to make an assumption of what reality is. But when you look at it at the molecular level and the, and the quantum scale, the subatomic scale, there, there, are, there is no such thing as a particle. Nothing exists unless a conscious being is observing the probability wave, collapsing it, and then we interpret the information. 
and and we're not here to be on some stoner top. Oh, fucking oh. No. <laughs> we're here to crack the codes and ball out. So what advice would you give to someone that's just starting off producing? Like, what would you tell them? Like, if I want to be successful, I want to have record it's placements. This, I want to do this. And this is where we're leading. We're in a probability wave where your subconscious belief is half the equation of what you observe in reality. So if you have a subconscious belief that no matter what you do, the system isn't going to reward your behavior, you're, you're increasing the probability of observing that as a reality. If you believe that you were destined to become a platinum producer, a star, do what you love to do in life, have the best experience, make history. If you believe that you, that's what you were destined for, that's what you that's what you're increasing the probability of observing that. Now, we've we've talked about this before. And now you, you, you tell me like you don't really believe in the law of attraction. That's kind of like a that's selling, selling a dream. Yeah. So it what is. is really the, the your your version of the real law of attraction? Because How does when, it differ? when people say the secret, they say, oh, your thoughts manifest. No, they don't, because we all want the same thing. Not all of us are going to observe our dreams. It's probability. Who, who wants it the most? who has the purest subconscious belief in themselves, and then whose behavior is the most reflective of, of that. Behavior isn't just what you do. It's not just what you do. You can be a great athlete and go work hard, do everything right in the gym, ball out on the field, and then go fuck the wrong thought and get AIDS and die or impregnate her. You didn't resist. Resisting is, is behavior as well. We have to resist from the wrong urges. You know what I'm saying? You can't get a check and go blow it. You have to understand what compound interest is. Mm. Invest your profits. Let your profits make money for you. Don't get caught up in impressing other people and consuming. Hey, I can consume more than you. Look at me. Look at my car, my foreign. I'm cool. Motherfucker, look at my value. I'm okay, I got to the I gotta stop you right there because while what you're saying makes exact sense, it's also the same thing that Gary Vee says, right? And you, Gary feel- Vee is one of the biggest clowns in the game and most hypocritical. Goofies. But you literally just said the same thing he says. No, I don't. He says the exact same no, thing. No, he doesn't. About he the- sells the dream. Well, he talks about the. He does not talk the, about probability ways. I'm not saying he talks about. Yeah. He talks about the whole consumer thing. I can consume more. Of than course, okay. and and I'm not saying he doesn't have solid information. Okay. The, the 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 pastor in the Catholic Church might drop some gems and then molest the boy on the low. <laughs> now is he a good person? Hey. Or not necessarily that much. He may be pretending that he cares about the people, and he's just trying to get a favorable reaction. It's not his core being to influence them. He just wants the collection plate to get filled up. He he admits that he does want to be liked. He does say that, and that's one of the biggest things is. See, in, in, this, in this existence that we call reality, the program rewards true intent, pure intent. When you're chasing your core being, when you, when you have intention of bringing value to others, how could Gary Vee bring value to others when his core, his number one goal in life, his number two goal actually, is to have the largest funeral of all time? Oh, yeah, yeah, say that, right? What type of goofy shit, motherfucker? But do you understand why, though? Do you see yeah, why he says because, that? He was, because he, he has little man syndrome. And, <laughs> and he needs to feel admiration from others. I don't know. That's a big statement. I it, feel like... No, it's I facts. Feel, I feel like Gary... Anyone that chases admiration has insecurities. 
Not what if you want if your admiration you is being want, admired by other people. You want that young kid to look up to you, like you said earlier. You want him to look up to you and be like, okay. "Oh, that's how I want to be." And that's not so my that's intention. That's but not that's my seeking intention admiration. Is to get admiration. But that's seeking. You want to inspire. To, you want to inspire somebody me, else, right? That's that's to enable me to be as effective as possible. You know, when when I'm talking my shit, if they respect what I'm saying and and admire my my behavior. See, I don't care. I don't want it. I, who gives a fuck who's at my funeral? Because I'm not experiencing it there. Who cares who if I have a funeral? I tell people, do not have a funeral for me. The fuck? I don't want a funeral. Burn my shit. Don't even come together. Yeah, why not? Gary Vee's a goofy. Because we're not here to celebrate shit. And like, come on, man. The world keeps spinning. Why do people celebrate their birthday like it means shit? Who gives it's a, a fuck? It's another what? day you're here. It's another year you're here. Every not- day is a blessing. Exactly. So it's your birthday. That's like a know, milestone. But, but what it's so doing is making it? people feel entitled to like, you know, I just think it's like superficial when people celebrate. I don't celebrate birthdays. I don't tell people happy birthday. You know what I'm saying? That's corny. I do my own thing. I don't. I don't, I don't think it's corny to tell somebody happy birthday. Own, I don't think that's corny at that's all. That's my. I'm, 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 everyone's got different levels. Yeah, everyone's of got it. their I'm, own. I'm on like the extreme savage mode. Yeah. You know. So you and TM88. Yeah, me this, and TM, this, this song comes out now. I want to say most people that sit in the chat would say, "Oh, this song changed your life," but you had a little bit of money, right? So, bro, I had more money than all these producers before, and they all know it. Southside Facetime me one time before I was betting, and I popped the safe open in my four million dollar condo and showed him the stash of thirty thousand dollar tickets, six, worth sixty thousand dollars, just stacked up. I've been doing this. I've been getting your favorite producers, DJ residencies in Las Vegas. Facts. Metro booming. I got, it started with DJ Mustard and everyone in the stream can testify because I've done it live and I pulled up on my Gmail in 2013 because DJ Mustard hit me to manage him when he first got on with Rack City. Just off me being in the streets and him being around some street figures that said, fuck with this dude JW, holler at him. So he calls me right after Rack City, and I was dropping the gems on him, mentoring him. We talked for like two hours. He's like, bro, manage me. I'm like, bro, I don't know what to do for 20%. He's like, I'll give you 10%. I'm like, man, let me just put some plays together and see what it is. Put a play together, lined him up a 30K a night DJ residency. He, he don't even fucking, like, that's what he's doing is producing, DJing. M's, M's. I lined that up. He knows that. From there and the success it had, they came to me again and they were like, what do you think about this person? I don't want to say the name. And then uh, I said, no, you need to go get Young Metro. They were like, who? I said, Young Metro. He's coming up. 17K a night for him. And up. So what did you do? What did you start doing before all this music stuff? Southside. I just tell people to hire these people and they get them big checks. Now I have my own DJ shit set up, and I'm actually going to start a talent agency where I manage DJs. How hard is it to push play? Not, it's not hard to DJ at all. You know what I'm saying? No one wants to hear <laughs> Nah. Zay, remember what Zay said? He, he fucked it up, and they didn't know it was a mistake, and everybody just started cheering when the music went off. It's all about getting it lit, having a billboard image. Yeah. You know, I'm going to get all the bitches to the club. That's my, that's my vibe when I DJ. It's going to be lit. It's gonna be. It's not gonna be all dudes in there. We're gonna turn up, and, and and bro, I'm about to make history with the DJ residency coming up that that I have lined up. And you know, I'm looking to sign DJs now. I'm signing producers, you know, through the community. And we don't. We do everything mafia lifestyle. 
like real mob style. My grandpa, man, I'm on a podcast. I'm unfiltered. This is what I'm here to do. My grandpa moved from Kansas City to Las Vegas in the 60s. That Kansas City? Huh? That, like you like in casino when like, you know, these report I, back. I, I put City. this on my mother's soul. Okay. RIP to her. I lost my mother two years ago. I only say that because you guys know how people fluff it up. They start talking. I really can't believe anything I hear anymore because I know everyone's just trying to impress me. They're hitters in the streets. They're tr- this, that, whatever it is. You can't believe shit. You know how it is. You guys all know. You guys are coming up. Everywhere you go, I'm sure people are trying to finesse you, get on the show, uh, get down with the movement. And uh, so you can't believe anything. So that's why I say things like, I'll put that on God. I'll put that on my mother. Like, I ain't fucking around. This, this is no exaggeration. I'm fucking myself. I agree to being cursed. <laughs> you know? Can we use it as a cutout? When he says I'm fucking myself, I just don't. No, I don't. We don't we don't do that no homo shit either. We don't say no. pause and no homo, any of that shit. There ain't none of that I mean, shit. I know it's just on. it's just you know? fun. Just I like no, characters we're, like we're, you. We're getting past the that shit. You know? Seriously though, I like characters like you because when you're unfiltered, you're liable to say some random shit, which I think yeah. is funny. When you see me laughing, like I'm not necessarily offended or like no, feels like whether guys I'm entertained, to no, be quite bro, honest. What I tell you about him on the way. Bro, you you you're a hell of a host. You have oh, such a talent. Well, bro. Thank you. Appreciate that. Appreciate you know? that. I mean, because with what I'm doing, I'm about to have the first real lit reality show. Yes, talk about that. So what I'm gonna <laughs> do is, I'm gonna get a three story penthouse on the Las Vegas Strip with a private pool on top, a state of the art recording studio, and I have a concierge service already, you know, a Rolls Royce, a Ventador, different things. So when the artist comes in to get on the podcast in, in, in the big boy penthouse, the PP702 producer. See, PP702 is our is our community we've built, standing for producer penthouse 702 on the Vegas Strip. It's going to be a lit podcast. I'm knocking Adam 22 off because he's a goofy. He mm. brings no value to the game. I don't care what anyone says. He doesn't know shit about music. He has no musical talent, and he does a lot of questionable behavior, like exposing his himself on Snapchat, uh, vlogging an acid trip, promoting, even the bunk situation. What type of piece of shit? If I came in here right now, and I damn near had an OD, and you guys, and I walk out of here damn near about to overdose, and you guys don't come check on me, make sure I get a water, make sure I get a fucking ambulance, type of scumbag, this dude, anyways... Feel sorry for me, man. That was fucking traumatic. Someone bring me a Zan. Man, fuck that shit. I don't care. I'm speaking my mind. I, there's no fear in my heart. I care about these kids. I'm not going to have these fucking rappers either promoting this fucking lifestyle to kids. You can make music about whatever you want. I don't want to see you on the treadmill chasing after a fucking perky like a goofball, damn near falling over like a 90-year-old. What did you think of that J. Cole pump interview? I thought it was super goofy. I thought J. Cole looked so goofy on there and un- unintelligent. If you what? really look at it, nah, yeah, bro. I disagree. I I, I, that's my Not opinion. I disagree he had to that. keep re- he had to keep looking at his sheet. He's talking to a 16-year-old kid and can't even pull from his own intellect. He he was pandering. He kept trying to pin little pump in a corner of, nah. of the typical. Nah, I don't. I disagree. Yes, he was. Watch it nah, again. I've watched this. it several times, and what I, what it looked like to me is was he was asking questions to make pump almost reflect and be like ask himself questions. It seemed like pump didn't ask himself I certain questions. I think he was pandering to to a certain uh, community that thinks 
that this type of, you know, the young kids that are popping zannies, they're a victim of society. They're a victim of society. I think when he was asking those questions, and, he was And then like, what they do is they pander with their music, like Gary Vee does. They pander to this lower economic uh, community saying, hey, the system's going to fuck you. The only way you get up out of it is by fucking with me. I'm going to get you right. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. Sorry. Exposed. And J. Cole's a boring rapper to me, in my opinion. He, he has a Cole. terrible nah, he has Cole. a terrible beat selection. I'm being Disagree, real. Disagree. I put this on God. This is my opinion. I, I, I don't like the, the stiff rap style. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't like the beat selection. I like ignorant shit. I mean, obviously, <laughs> people are. I like ignorant music. Obviously, Gucci people are agree with it because J. Cole's still relevant and J. Cole's he's, selling he's out tours. He's considered the greatest. Everyone's got their opinion. And I, and, I, and, I, and I respect his ability. He says a lot of interesting, provocative things. That make you think about yourself and reflect, right? I don't want to have a rapper have me thinking about my consciousness. I want to get why that not, from though? a physicist. I want to get that from a psychologist. <laughs> but why are you focusing on Someone who studied. Why? I don't want to get this from some rapper. You know these rappers are goofballs. Do I get my physics from How many real rappers well, are there? My question these rappers is, are the goofiest of all. My question is... Complete image projection. It's not real. It's not being. It's not real. They don't actually, it's not their being to care. <laughs> they're pandering. They're pretending that they care and they're conscious. So they're why just focus trying to on pander. the messenger and not the message? I do. I focus on but it you all. Just, but you just said, I want to hear it from a physicist. I don't want to hear it from a rapper. But why not focus on the message why, rather why than the messenger? Look for rappers. I, I just want to point because out. Because they're influential. I just want to point out for the sake of logic. They're just making music. That you said all these music rappers are goofy and your rapper's standing behind you. Man. No, it's it's not like. That, is this your rapper? No, this uh, is this is a talented producer. And oh, yeah, producer. Okay, He's a big okay, dog okay. in the city out here. So you wouldn't sign a rapper? You wouldn't handle rappers? Yeah, yeah, you understand what I'm saying. Okay, I'm just making. Anybody, hey, anybody pl- in the game will say that. They had this expectation like their their rappers are heroes and shit and they meet them and they're really like let down. I'm not saying everybody. Of course, there's real Well, ones, that's why I got to push back the with the J. Cole majority, thing. I think, J, I think that's what J. Cole was trying to tell Pump. Like, you know 100%. these motherfuckers do everything you say, my, my, right? My interpretation of that interview was that he had an agenda to try and pin J, uh, Little Pump as the victim of American society. To end up drugged out. Your parents don't. He kept reflecting. Oh, your parents. Oh, they didn't discipline you. They didn't this and that. He kind of kept making uh, Little Pump the victim. Trying to portray him as a victim. And Pump was like, hell no, I ain't a victim. Well, I don't know. Because he did Now watch it again. I'll dissect it. Let's pop it on. I'll dissect it. Dissect it live right now. Light work. I, res- I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate his intentions. And he, and he does have some. I'm just being honest. I don't like the music. I like ignorant shit. I like an edgy vibe. I'm trying to get money. I'm not trying to have someone preach to me. If I want to have someone preach to me, I'm going to go find someone that's dedicated their life to understanding that. So what about Rick Ross? Rick Ross teaches nothing but wealth. You wouldn't listen to him? You would consider that? I'm much more entertained by Rick Ross's mafia mentality. I can relate to that. It makes my blood bubble when I hear him talking that mafia shit, getting money shit. I relate to that. What do you think of Rick Ross's beat selection? Rick Ross's beat selection in his prime was ridiculous. So you think his beat selection is off right now? Yeah, I haven't listened to oh. much Rick Ross. You haven't heard rather you than me. I haven't listened to too much of Rick Ross, but I know when he was going crazy. I can also with, guess which Rick Ross songs you like. Then you probably like Tupac back. Not really. You don't, you don't like like you know Rick Ross makes like the two songs. I, right? I used no, like the grown and sexy shit, and then like the Tupac back. Shit. The Tupac back. You know, hard Mike will beat got him on. 
You know what I'm saying? Mike Will got on with that shit. Uh, 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 uh. It's just kind of boring. I like shit to be edgy, more like MC Hammer. You know what I'm saying? BMF shit. That was some game changing shit. There was a lot of records that he had. Homicide. Like there was so many hard. Uh, the dude. I think his name was uh something like Cassius Clay or something like that. It was something like that. Had a couple hard records with Rick Ross. Some hard trap shit. It's been a while, you know. So I've kind of cleared a little bit of the data. So you must have like a really fine ear because like, them, them songs you describe, there's a very fine. Some people hear those songs and go, "Oh, they sound the same." So I can hear I, I where like, you're. I like to get a certain vibe when I'm listening to music. I like to get like this fucking like cutthroat type energy. You like drill? Well, what if that's not I always what it, you're I looking for? I call it treadmill music. What's that? What if that's not what you're looking for though? Maybe you're looking it, for something that's a little it, more it, inspiring. Maybe you're feeling down. Yeah, you're feeling it, sad. Every, everyone's different, and I can only basic. And that's the thing. Like I make fun of J Cole for for his song. Got me drowning myself in love songs. I want you to want me. That's some simp talk. That's big boy simp talk. If any of my boys are telling me they drowned themselves up last night drinking to love songs over a chick, I say, bro, what the fuck? Well, I mean, to each his own, bro. If, if that's what he does, and like, I like that's what that. he does. I can so. have my opinion, too, and we're being provocative here. Mm. You know? That you know? song was the shit. I didn't like it. I thought the beat was dope, and I thought it was big boy simp talk. You know, I want you to want me. Hip hop is all about a contradiction. That's one thing I, I love. can't. I, I, I can't love, support that. I love. That I can't song, support you, begging a chick for her admiration. <laughs> I'm into like doing me, and if it falls I in mean, naturally, we go hard. But we can't just listen to that shit while we rack. If a chick runs Saturday off morning. on me. But I mean, everyone's not built like you, though. Not, not everyone's I'm built not, like you, so... He, he took no, that bro. shit to heart. Huh? Like, sometimes we just mowing the lawn or going for a job. We just want to hear No, nah, he, he was up like... He was like, nah, fuck that. Give me some Casey and Joe jokes. <laughs> you know? I'm, I'm being provocative. Mm-hmm. I respect what he's doing. He's selling out tours. I just don't listen to the music. I don't. When I listen to that one track, uh, my neighbors called, called it... I don't like that. The, the record... That was one of his hardest records... But when I look at the what he's saying, it's creating a lot of racial tension. I think he's creating a lot of racial You don't think he's just pointing tension. out what's already there? You don't think they interviewed point, to explain the my whole point, thing? My point is that I'm not with the racial tension. In fact, I'm here to dead race in general. We could just jump into that. Well, my, let's let's go ahead and talk about that because I actually am well versed on that. I, I would, studied urban education. I, would, I have a master's. And I'd love, I'd love and, to and talk I would, about that. I want to speak about that because... You're a white guy who's about to talk about being yeah, colorblind. And I just exactly. want to advise you to jump into no, some dangerous territory. No, right and now. I'm going to speak my Especially mind. Especially when free. you're a white person in urban It culture. doesn't matter what color we randomly pop out of the womb. It's our intentions. It does, my intentions it does, are It pure. does matter if the world gives you an unfair matter. advantage. No. It does no, matter. No. How, None of us on, can on, control what color we are. How could you it's speak irrelevant. on something that you don't know about? I do know. I'm smart how, enough to observe how, but information. you've never been black. You've never been black, so how matter. could you know? It doesn't matter. It's my how intentions. How could you know? Let me it doesn't get into matter. It. You've why, never why been black. Why can't we talk about it if my intentions are pure? Why are we lingering? No, what I'm saying why is you can't speak on something. Why can't we move? I'm why saying can't you I can't speak, speak on, on something why? that you've never been exposed why? to. I can't oh, talk about. No, I can't talk about. Man, life as an Eskimo is hard. I can't say anything because I've never been an Eskimo. No, and I want to talk about this because it's important. If you study listening. Listen, one of the main reasons that we need a dead classification of race is because medical prognosis. When 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 African Americans go to the hospital and they're lumped into a box, that's not their ancestry. 
race is not ancestry. That's not giving their ac- their genetic dispositions. That's not allowing doctors to identify their actual ancestry and give them the proper diagnosis. I really don't know what you're talking about. I'm lost. Say it again. When when an African, this is a major problem that's evolving in dying in diagnosing medical prognosis. Give them the the historical context though. West Africa is one of the most diverse culturally ancestral locations. So when you when you when there's so many diverse, you know, uh, genetic disp- backgrounds certain people there, certain parts of the world are predisposed when, to certain. When, and when you and when I, and when a, when an African American is brought into the hospital and lumped into the box, that's not accurately. What do you mean by lumped into the box? That's what I guess. As African American. You're that's not so what if, they are, or black. That's not what you are. So you're that's saying not your they, ancestry. You're, so that's you're not saying your genetic you like, DNA. Oh, this guy's West you African. You're saying this guy needs to be illness. North African. That's it. There, and and when I say I want a dead race, is because if we don't identify race, there is no racism, and it's true, true equality. Yes, that's it is. True. If we judge How each other, if we racist? judge because we don't even identify, it's fucking. It, who cares what color? I'm the hardest dude you ever met in your life. On God, bro. On God. Yeah, I'll right. say that on God, bro. Right. I'm white. Who gives a fuck what color I am? It doesn't I matter. Saying, I, actually, like, I actually kind of skin, do what you're saying. Skin color means nothing, bro. You, if you identify with someone else, like if I'm supposed to have a connection with him in here because of the randomness that we share a similar shade, that's bullshit, bro. And, I, and I'd be ashamed of myself. I'm going to come into a room and, and, and identify with behavior you that I associate with. You understand with. that culture forms around race, right? And we need to stop connecting these the, what's happened in the past is disgusting like like young thug said that's where culture comes thug, from thug, like thug said when when uh i forgot what what the word he said something about when fear lingers what's he say what's someone needs to you i can't, keep forgetting you can't it. disregard the past that's what i know i know and i'm not disregarding it i'm not i'm not but you what said, can we do to get past it hold on bro hold on. let him let him finish i'm just saying like you just can't disregard it though you can't say i'm not trying to skin color because like Black, everybody know black people come from slavery. Slavery, that's where music and rhythm and some sort. I think this is what you're trying to say. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Saying, if we coming from that, right. you can't overlook that. I'm not, I'm not saying that. Time, the I'm, saying, were, I'm, yeah. that I'm saying moving forward, all I want is, my intention is to create equality for everyone. Right, right, where there right, is, right. Where we, no one is judged on the right, randomness right, right. of their skin. My whole thing is, it's bigger than it's just, just the message. Everybody behavior. knows, yeah, let's do better, but who's really doing better? It's bigger than All of us are doing better, bro. And the reason why I get into this and this is gonna tie in i want you guys all to know i'm not here to be funny this is this is out of love this is out of love where i really want everyone to have equality and and their behavior to be the determining factor of their outcome of life as we as we get into this heated topic here we need to talk about how quantum physics explains it's called the observer effect, how your subconscious belief, if you're a child that is brought up to believe that the system is against you and will not reward you based on your color, if you subconsciously believe that, you're increasing the probability of observing that as, a pro- as reality, whether you like it or not. If you subconsciously believe that regardless of your skin color, if you do what you're supposed to do, the system is going to reward you and you're going to observe reality the way you want to observe it, achieve your goals, you're increasing the probability of that. So we can't let the fear linger. We can't let the past linger anymore and believe that the system is against us. 
So we need to believe right, well, that the system is I here for us. We're blessed to be here, and we're going to go up and achieve our goals. Right, we're not going to make me, an excuse for not let winning. Let me speak real quick. I don't believe that the system is going to hold me back. I believe that anything I want, I'm going to achieve it. Fair but enough. if I point out the fact that, yes, there are things that are set against me because of the certain race that I am, I'm pointing out something that's already there. I'm not admit. I'm not saying and, I'm and not that's different. And that's different. Just like me. You don't hear me bitching about when I started making music, being a white dude, people look at me like I'm fucking crazy. You don't think I experienced racism in the rap game? I when, when I tell people, does, but oh, I make beats, and what do you a, think their first thought is? I understand that, but there's certain. I don't systematic. bitch about that shit. I don't give a fuck. Which I understand. I'm gonna do me regardless. I'm gonna shit on you if you if, if you if you talk about me. I'm gonna I'm gonna go so hard. I'm gonna shit on you and inspire you to check yourself. I think that I think that your ideal of racism not existing and us not acknowledging. No, I didn't say it doesn't exist. I admit that it does. It, it, go of ahead, course. I go think ahead. the ideal of race oh, not shit. mattering is awesome. I think the reality that we live in, which is grounded in the context of the history of the world, says that we cannot do it. I understand what you're saying. Oh, we could easily do it. We need to stop preventing laws and lingering. We need to all shut the fuck up and dead it and treat each other all with love. Oh, you guys don't love me because I'm white? You can't just You're not dead. my brother? You just can't You're not something. going to war with me? I think we're ready. the aliens come down, you guys on, are all going to band up. Hold on, real quick, bro. Hold on, real quick. I think with racism, because there's people alive that were experiencing that, that extreme racism, like that's like people grew up, you know what I mean? I yeah, think the as people. the generations go, we get further and further away from that. But we have to realize like right now we have people that grew up and we're getting, you know and what I mean? All the them going through thing. all the it's um, about being. personification and all that it's stuff. It's about being. It's not about experiencing it for yourself. It's about truly caring about your kids experiencing it. I understand it, what you're saying. All I'm saying is we, right. may, we may not experience this reality. But if we all make a plan and dedicate to it, two, three generations down Bro, you, the line, you got, you got to admit it's some, it's some white people. It's some white people that can't even admit that they hate black people and love black culture. There's, there's, and when I say that, and I say Bro, that to say, hold on, hold on, hold on. on the, I, I, say, I say that to say this: if you hate me and you love my culture, you came in, you got a conflict within yourself. You can't even. I seen a dude on, on the internet with a KKK outfit on some Jordan. And if he's you, a scumbag. It, but, we shouldn't but, even be but, talking but about point, him. Who but, the fuck but, is he? Listen, listen to what I'm saying. He, he my, needs to fall off. My point is, hey, my point is, how the fuck yeah. you going to to be in this ideal world? You're talking about you got to admit people to you got to get people to admit that they hate something, right? You can't even get no. somebody to admit that they let's, also hate and love them. Let's you get it, Let's just talk and, about and love. Let's expose all the fuckboy behavior. You judge okay, anybody. This brings us to a segment on the Producer Grind podcast called Overrated no, 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 Underrated. This shit is lit. What, what this, is, this, is this is lit. This, Yo, this, this is the virus. This is the platform is for. Okay, what's your thoughts on this? How can hey, you say that? How, how, how can you? No, this is lit, bro. This is what people need to hear. We're having a meaningful conversation. We're not in here talking about some okay, meaningless so shit. How can you how <laughs> can you talk about inner racism? Yeah, I cooked the beat up. But, uh, 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 how can you talk about inner racism but not making sure the all the after effects, making sure black people is having like therapists in the neighborhood? Like it's one thing to talk about it, but you really gotta go Bro, to the kids. I wish, and I wish do the boys the and girls. Would you can't say I'm gonna take from your culture. I'm gonna take from your culture people. X amount of years without making oh, people. Listen, listen. We can't say, Oh, I'm gonna pull from your culture. Oh, well, how many years are uh, black people been you get 200, yes. 300. Yeah. Uh, Let's bro, just say 300 day. years. I'm pulling your culture 300 years. Now, my bad. Bro, we need to stop talking about coming from culture. We're all here to share culture. 
Just because you create something, just how, like how these can you geek say you ass share producers. If you, can, if you come and this take is what I do. If you know I see saying? a geek ass producer that doesn't want to show the screen, share the drum kit, man, you're a fuck boy. Oh, you can't, you can't innovate yourself, huh? You gotta see, hide the socks, huh? We're not talking about huh? beats. We talking about racism, it's the bro. Same, and and that's the same shit no, in life. Right. No, yes, not. it is. I mean, I feel what you're saying, but we were just talking about racism, not co- uh, not no. I, I know you're talking I mean, about go taking from hand. Hand. I, I, I want to make sure because we were talking about the J Cole shit. You said we sh- you said acknowledging race is a mistake. I want to. I said I would said. like for us to completely eliminate classifying race. What the fuck are we sitting here doing that for? Yeah, we can. We're the human race, bro. We are the human race. We are the human race, straight up. You, you can say, I mean, I, I agree, like, we oh, are no, human. What I'm is the, the difference biggest, between me and you, bro? I'm one of the biggest people that's to promote, like, yeah, we are all human, yeah. okay? Would that be understood? But previous, before this generation, they didn't understand that. So it's kind of like we got to make up for that. And people just no, live it today like, We are oh, making yeah, up for we, it right now. No, We're dead we in all that goofy no, shit. No, okay, but you see what LeBron did at Akron? Where he got the I Promise School and they can go pipeline. Okay, <laughs> that need to be on the west side on MLK. That need to be yeah. in south side of Riverdale. Definitely in Chicago. What the fuck Kanye doing? He should have bandit that in Chicago. Like, it's, it's so many Man, problems. Honest, and, and bigger than, I, I bigger than just the, the black leaders, even the people bigger than them. All these yeah. people who got billions and millions of dollars. Like, the people who, who oh my God, I'm, the people not, who, who own the like, Cowboys, people who own these the NFL teams. Like, come on. Part I just want to create an environment where everyone has the fair chance to go get it for themselves. Part, part of being human yeah, is equal playing field for everybody. No one gets not, this. Part of being human is to I'm be saying empathetic. that's what I want. Part of being human is to be empathetic. If you're going to be empathetic to right. my struggle, to yeah. be empathetic I to am. the fact that I cannot, I cannot detach my race from my culture. And I still am empathetic to a lot of things. And so what I'm saying is for you to say, we just got to stop classifying race. Well, God damn it, I'm black in America and that means something. That means something yeah. here. It means something here. But, it, something but if here. I'm white in America, does that mean something? I don't know. Because I'm not mean? white. But here's the thing. It doesn't matter. But, but you here's, can't but here's control the thing. Can whether you, be, you are or not. Can, can you be empathetic to the fact that for Everyone. me, black is not just this? Bro, I don't black even, is this and black no, is this. No, it's not. It's We're the exact same. How the fuck? That, hold, that hold, hold on, hold on. Time out. Did you just tell me what the fuck black is? I said it's not the, it's the exact same, Man, bro. you better identify your own self and what you identify Man, with. Don't tell getting, me how Why are you getting so hostile because, with me right now, bro? Because you're trying to say what black is. No, I'm having, what are my You are not going to sit here as a white guy. I'm not going to sit here and let you tell me that there's any difference because of our skin color. Hey, bro, be quiet. We're the same, bro. Be quiet, bro. What he is saying is you are, is what you're saying. Bro, one on one or chill out. Being what? black is oh, not yeah. just don't a skin color. Listen, bro. Some of the things you're My saying, are bro. Pure. Listen, some of the things you're saying are come across real disrespectful and very unempathetic. How's, how's listen, so? listen. Let me finish. Some of the things you're saying are can come off very offensive. So you're talking about culture. You're talking about race. You're talking. Hold on. You got. You're talking about stuff that's very personal to the hearts of these people, okay. especially in a culture. And, it's, and, and listen and it is to me too. Listen, I'm not saying it's not for you, but you're speaking for someone that you're not. You're I'm speaking, contributing more to that bro, than anyone you're in not, here, bro. Listen, I created the greatest song of a generation. No, these, you're not straight up. You are not. These listening, kids are gonna bro. go to their grave and say they want it on yeah, their yeah, tombstones. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. when you talking about you talking about oh, you want these kids this isn't that, but who is your Stay you listen to me. You going to hell? hell. Talking about devil? That's, that's rock star shit. No, it's not. It's that's fucking devil shit, bro. As a inspirational person, uh, support that and still because say yes. He's making this. music. 
We are not here to get the sauce from rappers. It's it's not about that. When you say when you say uh uh, uh what, 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 what you what you saying? What you saying? I think I think I think spreading the satanic message is kind of wrong, bro. I want you to know pure intentions on creating equality, the best experience. You can have the greatest intentions in the world. If I say I'm saying if I have the intentions, I'm telling you I love you, but I say fuck you. I think you're doing shit to get attention. That's what I think, bro. And if that's it, then I really think that's an ignorant. Comment. That's that, not, that's ignorant as fuck, who? and I'm offended by that. Who? Straight okay. up. Bro. What are you offended I'm by? I'm offended by I'm, you I'm, thinking I'm, I'm in say, here trolling I'm gonna, I'm gonna on that topic. I'm gonna say as clearly, say as, clearly as I can. I'm describing to you as a black person what it is to be black in America. And I hear what you're saying about an ideal. Yes, an ideal world, we should not have racial classification. But because of the current context in which we're in, this is what it is. So you're not gonna tell me what black is in America and black ain't when you ain't black. That's bro. We're all human beings. I'm not ever listen, gonna let listen, someone tell on, before, me before what you I pipe can up, talk before about. Before you pipe up, listen. He's saying you can't tell him. He's all right because it may come off, bro. Like he said, no. We because I, I love you bro, all the same. Listen, I'm experiencing listen. similar things. Listen, I'm listening to everything. Bro, just listen to me. Listen to me. All I'm saying, I can't tell you what it's like to be white. I'm not white. I can't tell you what you my. Can't co- I, I can't. I don't know the greatest country songs. That's part of the culture. Like that sounds. That's so why. Listen, that's why I think rock, you're trolling. Listen, I don't know rock, no you, just, you just said you oh, know. There's it's a like lot of things that contribute to. Am I not culture? smart enough to understand experiences of life? Bro, but I'm saying I just feel like it's a too much personal. You don't think I'm? You think I'm oblivious? I, I like I don't trying, know. I'm really trying to move on with this shit because we're no, not gonna go nowhere. Yeah, right. I mean, but no. I love so talking about this. So that brings us to a segment on the Producer Grind podcast called Overrated Underrated. We present oh, you with five topics. You simply respond if you think that topic is overrated or underrated. We have J.W. Lucas on the Producer Grind podcast. Overrated, underrated. Producers spending money on designer clothes and jewelry. Man, that shit is one of the most overrated, corny things you could ever do. What are you trying to uh, catch a date in the studio or make a hit? <laughs> are you are you trying to find a date to the movies and have the collaborator think you're sexy? <laughs> are you trying to come in and, and bring value to the table and make a hit? You know? It's all about bringing value. I like when I, the, when the I come sit here and I'm talking about race, I'm speaks. bringing value to the table for everyone. Well, you saw for everyone you for society. We're talking about something meaningful. I'm not in here talking about goofy shit. You you understand? You, uh, yeah. I, I whipped up Nexus and uh, you know, hit the C note and then hit the C sharp <laughs> note. There you go. Another content. No, we're in here discussing Did real. Did you see the Zaytoven clip when he was talking about we were talking yeah, about Arizona? Zay's a goat, but that shit is corny. I mean, you don't think people believe what they say? Why, why would you ever want to work with someone that's judging you based on how you're dressed? Oh, sorry, Zay. I should have gone to the cleaner today and picked up my Louis fit. <laughs> sorry, I showed up in, in, out of bed and I'm trying to get it in. First thing I thought about today was coming in here and getting it in with you and making a hit. I'm not thinking about shaving and fucking putting on my aftershave and cologne and shit. Come on. If, if, if like It's just like a topic to talk about. That's common sense shit. We were just talking about real life shit, and now we're talking about dressing in the studio and having jewelry when these producers are all broke. All broke. They go broke by doing that. These motherfuckers go broke because they get caught up in buying a necklace. Either A, so they can impress other people or get pussy for the first time. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. Overrated, underrated on the Bruce Grind podcast with J.W. Lucas. Overrated, underrated tutorials titled How to Make a Metro Boomin type beat or How oh. to Make a 808 Mafia type beat, etc. 
Yeah. And I mean, that's a very important topic to speak on because, you know, someone like Sizzle has created a brand for himself, identified a sound. He's created this sound. And for some kids coming up to just, you know, uh, Internet money, uh, these people coming up to put the image of someone on it, put their name in the header when they're growing their company based on using someone else's name. They should be entitled to a cut of those profits. The fuck? Oh, how to do this? And you're shitting on that that craft. Let me teach you how to do what these guys learned how you, to do these, you, uh, these goats in 10 minutes. If you went and tried to open up a um, Ray Lewis uh, school of how to play football, they're going to definitely hit you for a check. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to. Exactly. You can't use someone's likeness. When, when did that become legal and cool? Using someone's likeness to profit? There's somebody here I think is working on an app to where you can, they can identify your likeness. When we talk about that, like in a video, and you can get paid for it. Yeah. I mean, it's not that important, but it's more just like the cultural pushing the bar. If if these kids are coming in, download these kits and and have someone load them up with the pre, with with the VSTs, and then they watch the same tutorials, how to do the same hi hat spins, same pattern. Everyone, the the game's not being innovated. It's the same sound, and that's what you hear from all these kids. The same fucking sound, you know. And it's not hard. Is it, people need to really take crap, take take pride in what what you're doing. We're not here to mass produce five dollar paintings at the swap meet. We're trying to cook up a couple Basquiat's. You know, that's it. Get get three four Basquiat's. Overrated, you know? underrated on the Producer Grind podcast. Going out to clubs to show face and network. That's definitely uh, underrated. Because if if you if you can finesse with good intentions, you know, bring more value to the table than than you take away in any business situation. That's that's the point. Especially a city like Atlanta, where you you never know who you might see. You go out, you might be in the club popping bottles. Someone sees you over there having it lit. Hey, what's up? It's happened to me many times. So you're not. So you're saying don't overconsume. But if there's a situation where you need to consume uh, strategically, yeah, it's it's a business. Okay. Now it's different to go out and uh, if if there's an event going, you know, then then to, and it and it's cool to spend money and and have nice things here and there, but not to impress others. Mm-hmm. Do it do it for yourself. You earned it. You want to have something nice. Don't do it because mm-hmm. you you want someone to think you're cool. Want someone to work with you. That's that's fake as hell. That's like that's like catching an IG thought because you pulled up in the rented Lambo. Are you going to end up in a real relationship with her when you turn the car in? Are you going to end up in a real relationship if you're flexing, trying to impress with your clothes? Are you going to end up in the clinic? Yes. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> that's why I don't roll the dice on the, uh, you know, I don't roll the dice like Gucci said. <laughs> You know, I hate hoes. Talk to the front of the <laughs> No, but going oh. back on that, I want to make sure you guys understand what I'm saying. Why? Why uh, the the race issue? It's all love where I'm coming from. So I don't know why it would ever go foul. It's like it's so much like negative energy when that's uh, you th- for you to I, think I, I'm I, I want trolling. To, I, I want to say my offensive. To but, but here's what you should understand: for me to think you're trolling is better than if you ain't trolling. I'm dead ass serious right now. <laughs> That's the, are you? What, what am I supposed to say? Yeah, let's keep things how they are. 
I'm trying to work to something where, where we purely all love each other. We don't judge each other. We're all brothers, man. I swear I'll put it on my fucking how many years soul. I'll put it on is. my mother's soul. I don't look at anybody different. Anybody. Re- realistically, how long, how long, how far away from the whole world being like that you think we are? 40, 50 years. If if we start now, and like I said, we have to be selfless. We we have to be selfless. We can't sit here and just uh, pretend like we want some things to change so we experience it. Want it for your children and their kids and their kids and for everyone coming up. You may not be a part of it, but if we put our foot down and change the way people are thinking, a couple Donald Trump type where where they're heredit they're they're born into this ideology like his father probably was even more racist his father even more racist it's called institutionalized racism and 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 it is what so, it is so so that's why i got something to say real quick on this this conversation turns south but i want to say something to you when you're speaking on a subject as sensitive as this i would say be very careful with the words you choose because you can spike get a serious reaction out of it I that's want, that's I all want I want to say. Reactions, though. But it's not. It's not those serious reactions. I'm sorry. What'd no, you say? Hold on, hold on, wait, no, no, no. Stop, you stop. said you want to get right, serious reactions. Positive, positive in a positive way. I'm not here to that's troll and get trolling. you. Right, no, on, it's not. On. No, look. I didn't. My intentions were not to make. We're this. having I, a passionate, I, I meaningful conversation. You, I know, I'm not here to fuck around. You think I flew to Atlanta? I'm a millionaire. Listen, listen. I don't fly out here to troll like Takashi. All I'm telling you is that this shit is a very sensitive subject. And so, I do, and I and so, I'm passionate about it. Uh, there's a lot of passion, so passion, you know, passion can cause a fire. So I just want to say that for future reference. And I don't thought we underrated right now. Man. All, all, all I want to do is create a world. It's not going to be. I understand. Me. I just it's, think it's the message, I just think the we message. We should not got judge anyone based on the color of their skin. It's behavior only moving forward. If people ball, they get rewarded. You don't get any preferential treatment for this randomness. I popped out my mother. I couldn't control who she was, what city I was in, what color I am, how tall I am. We can't control our DNA and our genetics. That perspective is a lot simpler for you than it would be for me or him. And or life isn't simple. Life is complicated. It's not going to be simple for us to, to coexist. But if you guys understand biology, do you understand how many fucking trillions of cells are coexisting in our body right now? They all work together. It's it's it, it's scaled up. We're here to learn how to coexist and love each other. That's it, bro. I'm straight. Why, why, why would we have? I'm any straight, tension? Carrington. I can definitely understand why you feel some type of way, but it sounds like you're straight. I'm good. You I'm good? good. I'm good. All right, we good. Yeah, we good. Okay, overrated, underrated, vlogging. You know that of, Jake Paul of, of logo course it's, it's underrated. It's it's on a it's on a up upscale. Of course, dudes are making. Big money, even celebrity boxing, making ten million each to to go box. You and that's a, what I'm trying to do. You I challenge man. I challenge any rapper or producer in the world to a celebrity boxing. Let's set it <laughs> yeah. Any any cha- any rapper, I'd like to le- legitimately either stitches of the game, you know. Either stitches you, of the game, I challenge to a celebrity boxing, oh, not street fighting. You, you I'm not talking about street fight, street bullshit. Let's get a check. Let's train like athletes. Let's line up a, a big, a, a big fucking event and get a fucking bag and go crazy and raise awareness. You, you box. You, uh, yeah, of course I do. You do live in Vegas. Yeah. I don't play that shit. I'm not, the- I'm not trying to fight. It's just raising awareness yeah. and it's a huge platform. Who the fuck wouldn't tune in to Trippy Red versus Takashi, Chris Brown and Soldier Boy, me and the game? 
Oh shit! I, I I love the game. I love every artist. I love everyone. I love you. I love you. I love you, bro. From the bot, look at me. Do you think I love you? I'll kill for you, bro. We're all brothers. <laughs> That's how it is for me. I'm a loyal motherfucker. I don't know any half foot in, half out shit. I have this mafia shit in my blood. If, if we if, if we if we if if we make eye contact, and you know this, bro. You know my intentions. You I don't know if you let them know. We've had talks. And you know my intentions are pure. I'm not out here trolling. I, ne- I never thought you were trolling, bro. I, I, you know I I'm dead ass serious. And I can't bite my tongue and not have the conversation occur. All I want to do is have the conversation occur, passionate, have millions of people talking about it, raising awareness. <laughs> do you... Um, do you... The problem with society. We always repost this, such and such is lost. So awareness on this, but nobody takes action. It's the action. Like you said, behavior. Nobody acts on it. Everybody you know raise awareness take. to that. But What's everybody know what it takes. Everybody don't do what it takes. Yeah. My name is K.O. You do boxing training? Yeah. Do you do like MMA training too? I mean, I train with uh, Zab, Zab Judah oh, in right? uh, his camp. So like so like you in Vegas, do you go to the fights? You go to the MMA events and stuff like that? No. Oh, you don't? I just do it for conditioning. And I'm, I'm a hot-tempered type of dude, you know, and I'm competitive. I've always grown up fighting. Anyone that knows me knows like I've I've never backed down in any situation. I love to compete. No, and if someone really? really has smoke with me, <laughs> I like to see the competitive nature of having a lot at risk. You could get your teeth knocked out, you could get slept, whatever it is. I like the the environment to have to perform under fearful, stressful, you know, you understand? Mm. So so to to just remain composed and and to and, and to uh, operate in these environments translates in everything. Like being coming in here, I've never done a podcast. I'm not, this ain't my cup of tea, but I have to just learn to deal with it, you know? Slow my heart rate down, relax. You be skydiving and shit? Bungee no, jumping? No, hell no. Yeah. I'm a risk analysis, bro. Uh, I'm, in, I'm, into, I'm into getting money. I'm not into like pleasing myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm not into getting pleasure from food. I get pleasure from achieving goals, and that's it. Literally. What, what advice would you give to people that are suffering from, you know, those type of, the, from, the opposite of what from you... Basically, it's, it's that they're not doing what they love to do. And at the end of the day, not everyone can do what they love to do. You get somebody oh, that's my brother right there. Yeah. Hold on, bro. Uh, man, technology's made for our society... Everyone's so entitled. You know, you get on your phone, you see how the ballers are living. Everyone thinks that if you're not consuming, if you're not living this social media worthy lifestyle, that they're just not living a valuable life. And it's all interpretation. Like I tell these kids every day, the first thing you need to do is wake up and be thankful as fuck that you're a human being. Do you know the odds of being a conscious human being? You could have been an ant. You could have been a fucking worm. You could have been a fly that flies in the house and swatted down. And that was your life. We're all human beings with clear-cut goals. Wake up. Be grateful for that shit. Walk healthy, able. Bro, it's all interpretation. Overrated, underrated, LaPruce Guy podcast. Rounding out with publicity stunts to gain clout. Man, that's underrated. <laughs> no, but you know, it is what it is. We're in, we're in, like, like, uh, who was it that was on here and, and I said it, uh, the dude beat, beat King. 
Mm-hmm. Beat club, beat club, beat king, beat king, king. yeah, club from, guy from Houston, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was saying the game used to, uh, when when you make good music and good content, then they fuck with your who you are as a person, and the game's changed now where if they fuck with you as a person on social media, then they fuck with your content. Mm. You know, and that's facts. You know, so if you just get it lit and people want to watch you, even like this, this is lit. This is pure. I'm not doing this for my personal gain. This is lit to start conversations. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> oh, my comments was going up. I don't know. I don't know what. Bro, so, I, 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 hey, bro. I don't know. Bro, bro, I don't know what you call somebody to say, but my shit just ended. Like my shit just ended. It didn't. Yeah. My battery didn't die. Nothing. My shit. You know, just, my just shit ended. goes crazy. That's how I only have three thousand followers on IG, but I'm getting 50, 60 in the yeah, lives. Yeah, I meant to ask you about it because I tune in my on your story. Is stupid. So talk about that. What are some of the tangible things you've done to to grow it? Yeah, it's it's all about engagement. You know, I think that from my football injuries uh, and having a seizure, I think I stimulated my brain because I used to have average memory. Now I can remember things from a little kid. Like, I literally don't forget anything. All these kids know. All of them in the chat will tell you facts. I remember all these kids. They'll come through and send me one beat two months ago, and I'll remember everything about our interaction. Because I actually care. I engage with these kids. Every time these kids come in, I say what's up to every single one of them. Every single time. That's right. I'm grateful that these kids are in here coming to me. For me for me to drop my sauce, listen to beats. Let's go up. I'm not in here fucking trolling, being goofy. So, so these platforms the, you're the, building, these platforms you're building, like a lot of people are like, I'm going to do a membership or I'm going to do a club or whatever. So you're kind of building this stuff because... People have been coming to you more so. It it all happened real spontaneously, yeah. you know. The little kid, the little guy, KBZ, you know, he he followed me. He he has his social media going up on YouTube, you know, doing tutorials and shit. He followed me. He he tried to finesse me with him and the guy Freak who do videos. They tried to they collu- they colluded with each other and they tried to hop in and and, and do an interview on me for for content. Mm-hmm. And I took the mic, you know, and I start dropping gems and I start basically just. And, you know, dominating the conversation. I, I took a lot of his his fans that tuned in on the live. They start coming to me to get my opinion on the beats. And and I and I kept it real with them from the beginning. My actual opinion. This shit, this shit's the same as I've heard. This shit's fluffy right here. Start chiseling it down to the talent. Then all the talent starts coming in to try and get an honest reaction from me. And and just me dropping gems and everything that's popped, creating an environment of collaborations. I encourage everyone to come in and collaborate with everyone. If, if literally, if someone says, "What drum is that?" If you don't send them the drum, you're a bitch in my community. Literally, we don't fucking play games. You gotta yeah. sit on your 808 like a like a chump, bro. Cook something new. Give the sauce out. Show the screen every time. Give all the sauce out. If you can't innovate it and, and go up, man, someone else is gonna catch you eventually. That's that's the thing when you when you give the sauce you're putting the pressure on yourself to go up. The Either homie, you sink or swim. The homie anonymous says the same thing. Like he, he's the a homie, cool dude I, too. I, 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 I want I do want to get him on here at some point and tell the story. But he says he invented pitching 808s. Yeah, I saw that. But he talks about how when he started developing his style, Timberland told him immediately, like right. you better invent story. something else, invent something else, because you know what I'm saying. Like, do you, do you think that he actually did do that? Um, I think that was a little. I think that was a little capping. That he invented the eight oh eight glide. 
I never saw the clip. So. The I, I, well, he told he told me this months ago. He told me this months. That's one of the reasons he wanted to be on the show because he feels like he was the first person to start pitching eight oh eights. I don't. Know. I can't verify. I can't. Mm, yeah. That's a tough claim right there, boy. If he did, okay. Here's here's a question I would ask: If you think if you think that wouldn't be the case, who do you think? Who else do you think could say? Shorty play? Red made this game what it is. Shorty Red, straight up. That shit off Trapper Die. That shit inspired it all. That shit spun off Shorty Red. You guys know he did that left, right, left, right. That mm. shit even before that. See, I'm a real historian of this shit on another level. You have a relationship with him? Shorty Red? Yeah. He he uh he followed me, you know, and you know, I'm I just I have a lot of people trying to work right now. I'm into working with my dogs. My boy Suava, my boy Big Jim, you know, my brother Los, my brother Reason that's probably here right now. That's my brother. Let him know what time it is. You know, we we band up city to city. All our brothers are flying out here to band up. We're going crazy. Hey, you think we're dead in race, bro? In a positive way? We're, we're in here. You know what we're on in our intention. In a positive way, right? Exactly. And, bro, I just want you to know I've been on this. It's going to offend people. I don't mean to be offensive. I want to create equality for all of us. It's not me. It's all of us. If I had to be the sacrificial lamb, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck. Anyone that I, if you really identify with everyone in here except me and him because of the randomness of our skin, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that and I don't appreciate it. Cause honest to God, I see you the same as anyone else and my, I'll kill for any of my brothers straight up. Now, if I'm not your brother, the fuck are you? You're either get down or lay down with me. You know what I'm saying? Family or an enemy. If you're an enemy of my enemy, or an enemy of my family, you're an enemy. We're either all on the same page going up So speak, this side. So speaking of enemies, you did an interview with Soundplug where you call Ab McCree a geek. He is a geek, man. <laughs> Fuck Ab McCree. <laughs> Bitch-ass motherfucker. I wish he'll pull up right now. Why don't, why don't you fuck with him? Bro, this, this, bitch, this bitch motherfucker. <laughs> Man, I used to show. I Need used to. I used to send. Him, I used to send this motherfucker money to help him feed his kids. Oh, yeah. Send him money to help him. This motherfucker sets me up with Ocean View. We start collabing. When my shit pops, I told Ocean View. I said, anything we get placed, I'm taking an extra twenty percent cut because I'm the one placing it. That's common business. Just like a manager. I'm, I'm, I'm the producer and the manager. I'm not doing 50-50. If my situation got the song placed, I'm taking, I'm taking, you know, 20%. So you're giving up for it's 60-40. You know, even, even up 65-35 type situation. Getting the beat placed. That's why I gave TM the salute on the two-to-one split on XO. Getting this his 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 fucking grind and his and his catalog allowed for him to work with Uzi and send the beat to Uzi and Uzi go crazy. That's the biggest process. Making there's do you know how many hits are sitting on your computer right now? On yours, on mine, all of us, whoever's making beats, you, you got smoke too. I know you got smoke. There's hits sitting around, collab opportunities, a melody that never surfaces that could have been a, a hit collab. XO may have never come. You know what I'm saying? Historical shit's just right around the corner. Don't limit yourself. 
You know what I'm saying? This is light work. That's why we're on to the bigger topics. Love, turning the fear down. No more fear. You know what I'm saying? I think all the tension comes from fear. You know what I'm saying? I think if it's all love and we all love each other and we all want each other to experience the best reality moving forward, what what what, what else is there to talk about? That's pure love. And, and that's what it's all about, man. I don't want, I'm not here to troll. That's a stupid topic to troll. Talking on DJ Av, man, I don't even know why we bring his name up, to be honest. This dude is a fluffster, straight up. <laughs> he, he, me and him were real close. He literally was telling me, he's like, bro, you know you're the god of melodies right now. This is what he was saying to me right before we split ways. He's like, bro, everyone's hollering at me to work with you. I'm like, bro, let's just keep pushing. He sent me with Ocean, and then the split, Ocean goes, let me talk to my homie, my big homie, and get some advice. And then he says, and basically, I've split us because I stopped collaborating with Av. Once you, when you work with someone at some point, when you ex- evolve past them and they're watering your shit down, you, that's why I like to work on Team Viewer. Mm. That shit is lit. <laughs> I like to work on Team Viewer. Huh, boy? We, we go crazy. Because we can sit and communicate. You know, I'm not sending it off, getting it back. Like, what are you thinking, bro? Like, what are you doing here? We're sitting here talking. No, I like this sound. Run this back. You know, that team viewer is the new wave. We're in here collaborating all over the world. London, Middle East, Miami, Vegas, going crazy. That's why I say our our community is the first of its kind. It's never been done. It's never been done. All brotherhood, all collaborating. Has this shit ever happened, bro? Not even close. Not even close, bro. And we're only three months in, boy. We're going up. Everyone listening, band up with with the with, with the real lifestyle, you know, with that real mafia lifestyle. Get your shit right. Don't get your don't don't get your shit split open. Acting like a fuck boy. You know, so, get so right before we get out of here. Uh, don't sit in the back seat and, and get your head blown off and 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 tossed in a ditch. You, you the- can't run off on the plug anymore. You are the king no of hyperbole. Off on the I'll give you that. You are the king of hyperbole. I'm the greatest motivation motivational speaker alive right now. So before you get out of here, promote your projects. You got and the, the greatest sports better that ever you lived. Got the OT Genesis. <laughs> you got the OT Genesis. My brother AD, yeah. the real the realest in, in Cali. You know AD going crazy. That's my that's my real life brother. Knew him before, even before right. You know we're doing a whole album with him right now. Me 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 and my dog Reason already going in six tracks. OT Genesis <clears> on one of them. He said he's getting the game on him. We're doing a whole album. What, what's the comment, man? Comments going Hey, we're going up. I, I think we're lit. Never had a podcast. Hey, I've been, been known to get it lit. You know? Like, we, we, love we, we, we do a pre-production meeting. At some point, I'm just like, Go up. Shit. Hey, check out this movie. It's 702. <laughs> man, the fuck? <laughs> I got hair, bro. No pushback. Come on, bro. No pushback. Did you play? Hey, did you play in any bowl games? Did you play yeah, any bowl I, games? I played in the Holiday Bowl. Oh, okay. Against Kansas State, Darren Sproles. What was the What was the team gifts that week? Xbox. Uh, it was when Xbox first started hitting. Xbox, a bunch of clothes, a bunch of shit. Also, uh, the Sun Bowl. Sun Bowl, um, hell yeah. You got your bowl. You got your bowl. Dude, dudes were uh, dudes were 
you know, $25, it gets you a lot. And <laughs> down there in El Paso in the strip club. I wasn't involved in that. I'll never pay for it. It's actually the other way around. If I'm going to fuck with the chick, I need her to handle her business and contribute to the table. I'm not into wifing these thoughts up. Where were you when I was shooting in the gym? You know? You believe you shouldn't have to fuck for free. I listen. Yeah, no, I just wanted to handle her business one way or the other. Bottle waitress, lawyer, stripper, however you get it. Just get 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 some money. Have some goals. I can't fuck with the bum bitch that wants to lay around with me all day. Cause I don't lay around and then it's just tension. I lay down, I'm up three and a half, four hours later, back at it, the beat's going. She's trying to sleep. You know, man, that's the thing. I just want to come on, be unfiltered. I'm not here to be the same old shit. And you know, we got to go up. Definitely accomplish that. Definitely <laughs> accomplish that. And I'm going up, bro. It's history in the making. I'm about to, I'm about to finesse this to the Joe Rogan. You know, get on Joe Rogan, get on different situations, expand what we're doing, promote what we're doing, and show out. If I play the beats right now, we have the hardest beats in the game. There's not one producer in the game that can compete with our community. If you get invited Facts. on, if you get invited on No Jumper, please go. Please look. I need oh you to God, go. Adam Twenty Two, I bet you won't let me pay you five racks to come on uh, No Jumper. I'll pay you five thousand to come on No Jumper. Gary V, I'll pay you ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars to have me come debate you on your show. Don't go see Joe Budden. Gary, Gary V, I you. thought you look at the comment section. I thought you're so competitive and you linger in the comment section trying to find the doubters. Bro, I've been fucking at you for how long? Thousands of comments. You haven't responded to one, so shut up. Put that little eight mile beanie on and try and act like you're you're from the culture. You're not fooling anyone. You said you got aware of the culture. Gary, I still fuck with you, bro. Gary, you got aware of the culture from going to community college? That's where you learned? Because in some interviews, you say you dropped out after a semester, but then in other interviews, when it's convenient to pander, you say you went four years and that's where you really learn the culture. So which one was it? What exactly is your definition of pandering? Pandering is when you you promote propaganda to uh, profit, you know, and sell things. He says, oh, don't be caught up with buying. Remember the information? Mm -hmm. But the motherfucker puts out an ugly ass K-Swiss shoe. Buy my (laughs) K-Swiss. The fuck? How are you going to tell people it's not important to spend money on clothes and then try and sell them some shoes? He was telling people not to buy him, though. Yeah. He said he didn't think they were going to sell. This dude literally projects everything he talks about. He compares himself to Kobe and LeBron. What, Gary? (laughs) Your parents... Got you, built that dynasty. There were immigrants that came here and worked their ass off, built a million dollar wine dynasty. He says that regularly. No, and he shits on them and says, I ran it, I ran it up. My parents did it and I ran it to 60 million. I ran it up. (laughs) Shitting on his parents. No, they got it off the ground, Gary. I don't know if that's shit. Uh, on his I parents, think he always right? talks. He always gets praised. I never disrespect. He always gets praised to his mom. That's a backhanded slap when he says, I came in and ran it up. No, they got it off the ground. That's like when you're a plug and one of your workers gets on. Motherfucker luxury tax. You ain't going to work. I'll put you on. Don't disrespect me. You always show love to the source that enabled you. And he tries to pander to people like he built that shit. No, your parents built it. They handed you the fucking keys to the Rari. You traded it in for a Rolls Royce. 
I follow. I've been following Gary Vee for two years. I ain't spent a dime. That dude's a fluster. Why well, just I haven't? Gary, you won't him. dare have me on the show. Gary, just have me on the show. Let's run it up. <laughs> Gary, you're goofy and you know it. This is Buck. Wild you're goofy. You're up. never gonna own the Jets, Gary. The fuck mm. you talking about? That's messed up. No, that's corny as fuck. He ain't never gonna own the Jets. They'll never let. Him. Do you know how much money you need to this buy is... the Jets? Just like when P. Diddy was talking about buying the Panthers. Come on, man. That's goofy as hell. P. Diddy, you're not buying the Panthers, and you run that to the How ground. How you feel about Diddy? Talk about Diddy. Talk, talk to Diddy. I Shit. think Diddy's fluffy in a lot of ways. Talk to Diddy. I'm going to talk. Diddy, what's up, bro? I need to mentor you. I'm going to be the mentor <laughs> to the mentors. Straight up. I'm not All even right. fucking playing. I'm, I'm the mentor to the mentors. Gary V, holler at me. I'm going to teach you how to really love to help people and bring value to them. Not with the anticipation of reciprocal love. See, I want all you guys to hear what I'm saying and go up. I don't need to meet you. I just want to know you, you're, you're fucking going up, so increasing probabilities. This dude does it all for admiration. That's an IG thought. Gary, you're an IG thought, bro. Clean yeah. it up. Yeah. Yeah, man. I can't. Of course I'm going to do what I do. I'm going to talk my shit. Have me on the podcast. JB, then. what are they saying, bro? <laughs> like, going up. Hey, get get out of 22's goofy ass in here. Come on, bro. It's time he answers for some of his questionable behavior. What's that, what's that one on the left hand side? That's for real. That's that's you know, what would you guys think of me if later tonight I exposed my 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 uh, myself on my let's say I brought a, a bad chick home and I and I filmed her giving me head. What would you think about me? And you knew I had little kids watching my stream. What Fuck if you that. had a daughter watching that? Would you appreciate that? Fuck that. That's not acceptable. Don't do that shit ever again. For real. That shit is goofy as hell. Showing your dick to little kids? Mmm. So let, every, let everybody know where we can uh, tune into you on Instagram and all your social media. At JWLucas702. You know, things get a little... Get a little heated sometimes, you know? I'm a passionate dude. Everything's out of passion. You know, I'm going up. I don't need to be here right now. I don't need to be making music. My life is betting on football and motivational speaking. I love music. I love producers going hard who know what the fuck they want. That's it. Appreciate that, man. We appreciate you pulling up. You already know, brother. Hey, man, I appreciate you. All you guys, I appreciate you too, brother. No, it's all, it's, it's, all, it's, all a, it's all a conversation. My intentions are pure, and I'm going to keep talking about it. And I'm sure I'm going to have heated discussions, maybe even altercations. My intentions are pure. I'm, I'm dead ass serious, bro. If it comes to it, whatever. I'm on a mission. I'm not fearful of anything. What? Another dope episode of the Producer Grind Podcast. This is light work to, to end that shit. It's about equality for all of us. Our behavior is the only thing determining our decision. So I love, I love you all more than anything. Signing up.